Life is full of questions. It's full of twists and turns and complex issues to try to figure out. The last thing you need when planning your financial future is to have the same kind of confusion and complications. You don't need more questions, you need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, your local investor coach in Jackson and the surrounding areas. Each week, you'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make. We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So, let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hello and welcome to the program. This is The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, Registered Investment Advisor and Chartered Retirement Planning Counselor at O'Brien & Associates. He's the founder as well and a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey, serving us right here in the Hub City, West Tennessee, Jackson and Huntington. That's where you can find him at his, one of his offices, one of his two offices there, Jackson and Huntington. And of course, he's your local investor coach, but you can also find him online, investorcoach.net. That's investorcoach.net. And then weekly, you can find him right here with me on the radio waves here on The Financial Answer. Nathan, welcome in, buddy. Yes, sir. Hey, how are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? You're a, you're a little under the weather today. Yeah, Don't does, lie. does it Don't sound lie it? Does that. my voice, is it, does it, does it sound like no, I'm a little? I just know because, you know, we're, we've been talking. So. <laughs> Basically, I look like crap. Thanks. <laughs> I got a face for radio today. There we go. That's funny. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> well, I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a good am, week. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm, uh, I've have had a really good week and excited to do the show with you today and looking forward to the topics we got. We got some good stuff we're going to talk about. Yeah. And uh, we you got your class coming up. I want to mention do, that again. Yeah. It's getting pretty close. We're just about two weeks or so away. Yeah. Uh, that's on August the 7th at Jackson State Community College about separating myth from truth. And you guys are going to go over a lot of good stuff there at the class. Are you all prepared? Are you all ready to teach? Yeah, I'm ready to teach it. Yeah, so I actually was I was doing the class with another group uh, just the other just this week. I've actually oh, okay. done it a couple of times, and uh, it's something that I just in, enjoy teaching. That it really helps people open their eyes to what's happening, you know, and and um, you know, it just answers a lot of questions that people have when it comes to investing. So I love that class. It it really helps uh, just to get you focused on what you need to be doing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, if you'd like yeah. to attend folks and you want to come in and have that separating myth from truth class, it's complimentary. It's educational. It doesn't cost you anything. And you'll get a chance to really learn quite a bit. Meet Nathan and learn more about the guy you hear on the radio and hear more about, uh, you know, some things that will help you with your investing life and so on and so forth. Give Nathan a call. Get yourself on the calendar. It's totally complimentary. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. Let Tanya or Nathan know either one you'd like to attend that class, and they will reserve you a seat and get you some information out to you. Just leave your name and phone number. They'll get you squared away. 855-51-COACH. Uh, so let's talk about our topics today, Nathan. Legacy planning yeah. is yeah. where I want to start. Yeah, good. We uh, we sometimes kind of push legacy planning off to like a final mention when we're talking about different things. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I was going yeah. back and looking at stuff, and I'm like, you know, we talk about it, but we kind of don't talk about it. We just kind of... Yeah. It's like the last thing we mentioned in a yeah. you know, in a yeah. piece, you know. And don't forget about the legacy part. So right. let's let's devote a whole people do that too. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's devote a whole section here to legacy planning, and we'll talk about the fact that people push that off. As yeah, well. yeah. Uh, I think most of us realize that it's usually best to have an estate planning attorney uh, helping them with their estate plan. You know, don't go ask your mechanic. Right, to help you right. with an estate plan. <laughs> uh, but it's also important, I think, for people to realize that it's a good idea to have the financial advisor be a part of that conversation. Really almost like a team, you think, you know, the, yeah. uh, the attorney, the CPA, and the advisor may be all working together. 
Now, that's right. That's that's the best situation. I mean, you know, most financial advisors are not attorneys, so they don't need to be giving legal advice and things. And I'm not. I'm not an attorney. I don't give advice on things. But, you know, when, when we're talking with the client and with their attorney and we re- we're reviewing that uh, estate plan, just making sure that they have things, you know, basically set up like they want it to do, like, you know, uh, distributing those things. And right. uh, one of the main things that I end up doing for people in that situation, especially if they have certain chunks of money that they want allocated to go to, you know, kids and grandkids or charities or whatever that is, I'll make sure that they're managing that, that we're managing that based on that time horizon. So if the kids are going to get it, you know, start getting some of it before they pass away. Sometimes the plan says that, then we'll manage it for that time horizon. There's just a lot of things that uh, we just make sure that we that we cover um, on the management part first, okay, and then especially if there's a trust, uh, a lot of times you know we'll handle those assets in the trust and manage those assets and make sure that again it fits the time horizon, and then really the distribution phase. You know that's a big part of uh, of what I do for estate planning and legacy planning for people, and just making sure that you know when they say they want the kids to get a portion of it every year for 10 years or for 20 years or however they want that to happen just making sure that that goes out right to the kids and making sure that the kids you know do what is required by the trust or by the estate documents and um, or the charity or whatever that they're that they're leaving it to so there's a lot of a lot of details with a lot of people's estate plan, and that's just a big part of how we help to make sure they don't have to take care of that and worry about that, and you know that these things can be done like they want it to uh, be accomplished in through their so that's, estate. That's kind of the plan. role that you yeah. play, right? Yeah, okay, right. so you kind of right. that facilitator manager mm-hmm. type type position in there with the legacy planning. So now. You mentioned this. So let me ask you. So, how do most of your clients typically view a legacy portion of that? Do they, I don't, do they want to do it? Do they want to keep all the money for themselves? They want to share some with the kids. A mixture yeah, of both. Most most people want to leave something to their kids. Not everybody, but most of them do. And that's so, what you and, figure, right? Yeah, that's right. And and you know, it comes down to. You know, almost all of them will say, you know, we want to have our same standard of living. We don't want to give up anything basically during our retirement. That's what I hear from most. But we'd like to leave the kids something, you know, and some of them will have a dollar amount that they'd like to do. Some just say, you know, well, whatever's left is okay. Um, Everybody's situation is really different here, but um, it's really, you know, important to know. Okay, because that determines how your income plan is going to be set up, how your retirement plan, all of these things factor in, you know, your wish to leave something to your kids. And, uh, you know, really, Mark, we've got the the largest over the past 10 years and and it's going to continue. But the largest transfer of wealth in history has has been happening and is continuing to happen. You know, our parents and grandparents that you know, have left us things over time and will continue to leave things, they're leaving more wealth than ever in history. Right, yeah, previous generations. uh, Yeah, than previous generations. And so that's continuing. And I think that's hopefully that's going to keep continuing for forever. You know, that means that our economy is growing and and things are doing well. So Right, um, and each generation is trying to do a little bit more. Try to do better than that. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. We all want our kids to do better than we did. and. And that kind of thing. Well, so, hopefully a lot of people that you see are not, you know, the, the one downside that I always worry about that we've, we've definitely seen because we've had emails and stuff about it is mm-hmm. those people who wind up sacrificing their retirement in order to do things for the kids. Uh, yeah, and you've got to yeah. be careful to keep that balance of maintaining the lifestyle you want in retirement 
and not, you know, sacrificing your own goals and dreams just to kind of give everything to the kids. And again, some people want to do that. There's nothing wrong with it. But at the same time, be very careful not to go so far that you derail your own retirement plan. Yeah, know? that's right. You know, and, and we've talked about this, too. But, you know, the sandwich generation. Right. And um, that, you causes, know, that can cause it. Yeah, yeah, you end up dealing, you know, taking care of your parents and your kids at the same time, and that that can really be a drain on a, a you know on a financial plan and an estate plan. Not, I'm not saying that as a bad way, because I mean, you know, we want to take care of our parents and kids if we can, but also you just got to make sure that you're not you know, destroying your plan and, you know, going to cause right. things that just will basically blow yours up over right, time. Right, so, right. or your kids are going to be in the same situation that you are where, you know, they're taking care of, of you and their kids at the same time. So, yeah, that definitely happens with a lot of people. You can have that uh, extended family where you're trying to help people out and you got to be careful again, not to sacrifice your own our retirement journey. This is the financial answer with Nathan O'Brien, 855-51-COACH. Uh, some of these things are some of the stuff you'll hear and, and more when you're coming in to attend that class. We'll talk more about that in a minute, but uh, we're going to continue on with our conversation about legacy planning. Again, 855-51-COACH. If you got questions about your own legacy plan, things that you'd like to uh, sit down and go over with to make sure that that estate plan is going to be the way you want it. So then Nathan, give us a couple of basic mistakes. I don't know, one or two, something like that, that you often see people make with the estate planning process. One of the things that is really uh, a common mistake is people fail to get power of attorneys. And, you know, almost everybody saves through an IRA or a 401k or something like that, where it's just the account is just in your name. And people just don't think that, you know, if something happens to you and that account is in your name and you're still alive, let's say you're in the hospital, but you're unable to do anything, you can't sign papers or maybe not mentally or physically able to do that, then if you don't have a power of attorney set up, then you know no one can access that account. You may need access to that account for, uh, you know, some some funding. You know, because these a lot of times these hospital bills are not completely covered by insurance, and so. Uh, you know, having that power of attorney set up is an important document. It gives that person the ability when you are unable, when you're incapacitated to take money out of that account and pay those bills if necessary. Also, another thing is just, you know, people not thinking about liquidity. For example, if we leave the family farm to the kids or the grandkids, you know, in that situation, it's almost impossible to split land of equal value. Oh, it's right, just, yeah. you know, because some of it's going to have a little road frontage. Some of it will be more timber. You know, it's just all kinds of things that people don't think about. And, and you know, somebody's kind of going to, you know, get the wrong end of the deal there <laughs> right, because right. they just don't, they're not thinking about splitting that up. You can't really split that up equally. And so just those are a couple of things that I see. There's a lot of mistakes that people make, but those are some really common things that, uh, you know, people just just don't really consider and uh, we make sure you know when we're going through that plan that they think about that and address that and just you know, make sure that the kids understand these are the things we want to do. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's I imagine the tax plan. efficiency of the whole plan is a key point that, that oh, yeah, absolutely. some people don't yeah. think about. And that's obviously one of the roles that you play as well is to say, okay, we want to leave this as, as tax efficiently as possible because the last thing we want to have happen is leave money to the kids and then bam, 
that other uncle steps in and <laughs> takes half of it, right? <laughs> that's uncle right. Sam, uncle yeah, Sam that's, shows up and says, where's mine? You know, that's right. That's right. And you know, I mean, that's one of the things, Mark, I tend to downplay, you know, what I do because I do this so much, but it is, there's a lot of things that I just don't think about a lot of times when we're talking, you know, on, on the radio show oh, here, no, but, yeah. you know, that's that, why that tax planning is a big deal. That's right. <laughs> Remind me, Hey, this that's is, right. <laughs> this is what you do, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's only so much stuff that, you know, like running around your head that we're talking about each week. So it's easy to kind of trip over things. I do it yeah. all the time. So no yeah. worries there. And that, again, that's kind of the whole point of the process. So when you come in and sit down and have a conversation, uh, you'll, uh, you'll work through all these different things piece by piece. And then of course, you know, as Nathan's working through his entire, uh, I guess, planning process, you'll touch on each one of these things and you'll be able to talk about those individually. We actually got to hit a break. I had one more question here for you about legacy okay. planning. So maybe we'll work it in on the other side, but uh, let's go to a break real fast. So before we do, tell us one more time about the class. Yeah, the class is separating myths from truth. And this is just a an, an investing class. So if you feel like you don't know very much about investing or the markets and how they work, or if you feel like you know everything about investing and the markets and how they work, this class is for you because you probably don't. And so this is something that I think you will enjoy attending. It's a great class. It's free. doesn't cost you anything. It's at Jackson State Community College on Tuesday, August the 7th. The class will start at 6.30 p.m., Again, it's free. All you have to do is just register to attend so we can send you where the class is located on campus and all of that. So if you'd like to attend the class, just call us 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. Let us know you'd like to attend the class. We'd love to have you. Yeah, no cost or obligation, folks. Just grab a seat. So uh, they keep the class sizes kind of small. So we try to make sure that everyone gets uh, their questions answered and has time to talk. So make sure you reach out and snag a seat right now. 855-51-COACH. Again, no cost or obligation. Uh, anyone who calls in the next 10 minutes will be assured to get themselves a spot. It's in two weeks, so you want to go ahead and reach out. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. This is The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. More to come on the other side. We'll be right back. At O'Brien & Associates, we want to educate you. After all, the more you know about your finances, the more you'll experience a peace of mind in retirement. Call 855-51-COACH to get started. That's 855-512-6224. Did you know that your host, Nathan O'Brien, promises to put your interests first as a client? He wants to help you answer some of your toughest financial questions. Now, Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. Well, you're back here with us on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien and Associates here in the Hub City, 855-51-COACH. If you've got questions, concerns, or things you'd like to talk about along the your investing and retirement life, uh, he can help you out. He is a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey, a chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as an RIA, a registered investment advisor. Uh, and Nathan pretty much helps people from all walks of life, different ages, different backgrounds, different uh economic status. If you've got some questions, need some help, Nathan's a great resource to tap into. He's got an office in Jackson and Huntington, and all you got to do is reach out to him, have a conversation, and uh, you guys can chat. And if it's a good fit to work together, if he's able to help you and you you know, appreciate the kind of things he can do for you, then you know, sit down and have that conversation. You can get started simply with a phone call, 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. Then come in for a no-cost, no-obligation consultation and just chat for about an hour or so and then go from there. Totally complimentary and available to you, 855-51-COACH. All right, buddy. So let's talk about the fiduciary standard. Mm, gladly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> gladly. All right. He's ready to roll. Uh, you know, so 
some people may have heard that the government was going to put a, a, a law in place or whatever you want to call it, some legislation mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. and require everyone to meet this standard. Now, you have been a fiduciary. You're a fiduciary. You've been doing it, so you didn't have to like comply with anything. Right, right. Um, yeah. But they just since decided to kick it down the road or maybe scratch it or whatever the case yeah. is. So let's do a couple things. First, let's yeah. talk about what it is and explain to what it is for folks who maybe know what it is or are unclear. Yeah, so this is... Number one, this is the craziest thing in the world, okay? <laughs> okay. I mean, there's a, a law that says that your financial advisor is going to act in your best interest, and they kick it down the road, okay? So it's stupid, and, and that's all that means. That's what fiduciary means is we put, as an advisor, we put your interest above ours and above everyone else's. It's your interest. We're doing what's in legally, your ethically, morally, favor. all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. 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 All of that stuff. And which it should be. It should be, yes. And people don't realize it. They don't realize that most financial advisors are not acting as fiduciaries. They are just following the suitability standard and anything goes with that. So there's two different, you know, things. There's fiduciary and suitability. And most financial advisors are not acting as a fiduciary. If they were, the government wouldn't have to be placing laws in effect <laughs> right, that tell them right. to act in their best interest. It's crazy. And, uh, you know, so people, a lot of times, though, Mark, don't understand the difference. They don't even know to ask that because they automatically think that the advisor is going to do what's in Well, they figure they're interest. licensed, and so that yeah. license is going to cover right. things. And, and right. a lot of times it can, I guess. So, well, then why is it important to work with a fiduciary then versus suitability? <laughs> I know the answer. You're struggling, but I want you to share that answer. So when you're putting your retirement money with a financial advisor or any money with a financial advisor, you want them to do what's in your favor, right? Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's what it comes down to. You want them to not sell you something that's paying them a super high commission and not going to help you. You yeah. know, that's what it comes down to. I, I feel like uh, Nathan kind of was mocking me here a little bit. He was like <laughs> laughing, like, you really just asked me that? It should no, be I pretty mean, obvious. Not, <laughs> no, I know. But it, I mean, that's it, it. It does seem obvious to me, but uh, well, a lot of people don't pay attention. People, yeah. I think yeah. it probably is obvious, but they just yeah. get kind of confused. And I, you got to say so. a lot of the designations out there probably right. don't help. Yeah, right. no, that's right. That's right. Because anybody can call themselves a financial advisor, basically. And, um, <laughs> you know, and, and or, you know, insurance agents can call themselves financial advisors. And right. uh, that's not necessarily the case. And so they may be, but, you know, you, you need some training, some, right, you right. know, something to help you understand what you're doing. For well, and people, you've been so. doing this for 15 years or so. So you certainly have got uh, the pedigree there. You've yeah, been and I've, got, I've a done while. a lot of training as well. Yeah, so, a lot of training. You know, to well, make sure we're doing the right and thing. And I'm not a financial advisor. I just interview one on the radio. So, <laughs> That's right. Uh, but, uh, but after talking for a number of years, obviously yeah. a lot of these things make sense to me. And I think they do make a lot of sense to a lot of our listeners. But again, I think it's easy to get kind of, you know, confused or, or look, the, you know, it's kind of almost like slide a hand, look over here, look over there. And you kind of forget, uh, you know, start to kind of forget some of the important questions and just say, look, are you a fiduciary? I want to make sure that you are because I want you, you know, doing the best thing, uh, you know, for me. And so you know, that's way- one thing, Mark, when you say that, I, I really, I don't know that people understand it as much as you think, um, you know, really? okay. that's one thing that I want to try well, out. You see, it, I, you see it more than me. So yeah. 
I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna go out in the community here in Jackson and uh, just take a video camera and interview some of some of the business owners around, or some of just the people that I run into, and say, "Tell me the difference between a fiduciary nice. and a Nathan on the street. I like yeah. It. So just to see what happens. I mean, and we'll try to do that here in the next week or two and throw that on our Facebook page. So, That'd be cool. Yeah, be yeah. I just, I'd, I'd be interested also just to okay. see because. All right. A lot of times people don't understand that when I'm talking to them. So I just like to see what they say. Well, you're always learning something new. We're always <laughs> learning something new. That's for sure. And, that's right. And of course, yeah. Nathan is a fiduciary, as we mentioned. And actually, I learned something new today. He's also ordained. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, oh, that's funny. I yeah. told you I was going to figure out a way to work that in. So I worked <laughs> yes, it in. Did. We had a conversation. He's married. Is uh, wait, I should say this right. He was. He <laughs> <laughs> don't say I married my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you were the person that performed the the ceremony. I officiated the ceremony. Officiated yeah, the ceremony right. for your cousin. Yes, I almost <laughs> oh, uh, stepped funny. in there. So it's been a funny show today, folks. We're yes, all over the place. But it's important to realize that who you're working with, who you're talking to, uh, that it is important to kind of have these things lined out. And just because, I guess, let me let me back up for a second, and I know mm-hmm. that I'm going to do the, the, the political thing here. Just because somebody isn't required to operate under a fiduciary standard, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're saying that everyone's out to steal your money. No, okay? that's right. That's uh, right. That's not the case. Most people right. in the financial service industry, I think, are there to do a good job. But right. there is a difference between looking at something and saying, well, I make a little bit more off of this by getting a person into it than a fiduciary who says, no, I need to put this person in the best product for them, yeah, regardless of what it does for me. That's right. And and I think one thing that you need to understand is that, you know, there's there's always three entities in a relationship, okay, with, okay. you know, it's it's the advisor, it's the client, and it's also the investment company. Okay, so that may be an annuity, that may be a mutual fund, whatever. But there's always three entities there. And so if you think of it, you know, like as um, just like as a as a triangle. okay. but it really needs to be like a pyramid with the client on top. All right. It's got to be that way. The client's interests have to come first. They need to be the most important thing that the advisor is watching out for. And then from there, then make sure that, you know, the advisor has to make money to get, you know, to make a living. Of course, I'm not saying that. It's just that that you've got to make sure that what you are buying is in your best interest and, yeah. in, you know, what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, 855-51-COACH, your number to call. We're talking about the fiduciary standard. Of course, Nathan is a registered investment advisor, a fiduciary, a chartered retirement planning counselor, and available to you to help you out with uh, questions you may have about your own investing, retirement journey, uh, the overall strategy that you're trying to put in place for your finances. That's why we do The Financial Answer, 855 855- 551 coach your number to call no cost or obligation 855 coach to have a one-on-one chat well or two-on-one chat obviously if you're married please come in with your spouse 855 coach another fun way to kind of think about this just to make it real simple and we'll move on to the next thing here uh if you uh i've had open heart surgery so i had uh i had to get uh, some work done on the old ticker there and uh, so, you know, eating uh, McDonald's is probably not the best thing for me. So Nathan <laughs> being a fiduciary <laughs> sitting in the vehicle with me, let's say, and another guy sitting there who's suitability only, I say, hey, let's get McDonald's. The suitability guy might say, 
Eh, you've already had the surgery. They fixed you. Sure, go ahead and have a cheeseburger. No problem. Nathan, being the fiduciary, right. go, you know what? I know you want it, but it's not in your best interest to have that cheeseburger. Let's get a salad instead. I want to still be able to hang out with you, buddy. That's, so, right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it's you know it's just a matter of working with someone who right. is going to put you on top of that pyramid, as Nathan said. So give us a quick example, if you could, before we bounce out of here on this segment, of someone, uh, you know, advice that you've given someone from that fiduciary perspective where they maybe likely would have gotten some different advice from someone who wasn't. If you, yeah, can, I mean, if you can do that. One of the big things that, that we can do, that we do differently is, you know, investing for the clients. We are using passive investing, which means that we're, we don't think that we can see the future. Okay. We don't <laughs> believe that, that there's someone out there that can tell you which stock is going to do good tomorrow or, or which stock's going to go down tomorrow. So, right, right. Uh, and you know, I've got a little bit of research that backs that up only about 50 years with the university of Chicago and, you know, 17 Nobel prizes on that as well. Oh, is that so, all? Anyway, okay. Yeah, that's all. No, no big deal. But so, you know, passive investing versus active investing where the money managers trying to actively pick and choose stocks, you know, as an example, I could make a lot more more money using active management because of the way that that model pays. Okay. Okay. Uh, but that's not in the best interest. The research shows that that doesn't work. It doesn't make the client the most money over time. So guess what? We don't do that. We use passive investing. So I don't make as much money that way, but it's in your favor. It's in the best interest of you. You can get the best return, which that's what this is about. That's what it should ultimately be about with every advisor. But well, because you're Just, dealing with people's life savings, you're dealing with their right. retirement. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, you know, not only are you, you know, people want, you know, we always hear people say, well, you know, I want to be able to sleep at night and not worry about things, blah, blah, blah. Well, the same thing goes for you on your side. You know, it's like you feel better about yourself being able to do the right thing for people and go home Absolutely. and sleep, and sleep yeah. well at night. Because yeah. I used to be a broker. I used to do those things. And that's that was the reason that I quit Switched. because I couldn't <laughs> sleep at night. Right, I was like, yeah. this is not right. This is not working. And so, exactly. um, you know, for my clients. And so when we made that change, then, you know, I sleep pretty good. Well, there you go. Well, very good. Well, listen, folks, if you would like to come in and talk with Nathan and, and discuss all these different kinds of things, you know, maybe it's something you want to discuss your social security strategy. Maybe you want to discuss, uh, you know, your risk tolerance. You maybe want to have a risk analysis done. Whatever the case might be, you want to talk about your investments. You know, Nathan's a great resource to tap into. And we typically make an offer here on the program where you can come in and we just kind of remind you. So we'll go ahead and have Nathan tell you what that's going to be right now. If you're one of the next 10 callers with at least $100,000 saved in your retirement accounts, we're going to offer you a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the decisions for your financial future, moving yourself forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking in their nest egg, and they also don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. So we'll sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer here on this show. But we can't give specific advice for your situation on the radio. I just don't know enough about you. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions. So if you're one of the next 10 callers with at least 100000 saved for retirement, we'll make some time on our calendar to visit with you 
and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. To schedule this free consultation, give us a call at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. And again, that number is 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. No cost or obligation to take advantage and come on in and have that one-on-one conversation about whatever it is that you'd like to talk about. And Nathan will certainly help you out in whatever way that he can. 855-51-COACH. To speak with Nathan O'Brien, Registered Investment Advisor at O'Brien & Associates, here in the Hub City, he's got an office in Jackson and Huntington, so he's able to uh, to serve folks in both communities. So reach out, 855-51-COACH. More to come today on the program. This is The Financial Answer. Nathan O'Brien is the founder of O'Brien & Associates. He's a registered investment advisor and your local investor coach in West Tennessee. He has offices in Huntington and Jackson. Set a time to meet for a review of your financial plan or to RSVP for upcoming events in the area. Call now, 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. That number again, 855-51-COACH. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's getting to know you time here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. And uh, I like this portion of the show when I remember to do it because I get to get some <laughs> random questions at Nathan and usually put him on the spot and see what yeah, he's going to awesome. say. Yeah, it's awesome. I love that. I know you do. <laughs> uh, so I got a fun one for you this week. And this one, if you've listened to the show more than twice, you probably can answer this when you, yourself when you hear it. But we'll see what Nathan's response is. That's funny. Would you rather live, Nathan, in the wilderness far from civilization oh. <laughs> or in the middle of a densely populated populated city yeah i think all of our listeners could answer that <laughs> so, wilderness, wilderness for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah, you mean sure. i could live someplace I, where i could fish all the time <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right so you know i i don't know i do enjoy i do really just enjoy the outdoors and i love being out i, I love the i guess the solitude that comes with that and just nature so yeah i would absolutely choose wilderness over that uh now you know when it comes for you know something different to do then the city's really nice but uh, you know i could always drive into the city i guess for that so yes living in the wilderness is by far uh my answer probably would have been that since i was two years old (laughs) (laughs) now how would your wife respond to that Uh, she would be missing her creature comforts at all yeah so we live in the in the city now our city's huntington but we live in the city so right. <laughs> it's that's not, I, uh, I don't know if i go city but yeah, yeah it's uh a it's, good town we're not outside of the city limits there and so go. yeah that's the answer there <laughs> so that's how that's how she would be with it it's, um, it's all about uh give and take right that's right yes it is it is it's a fair trade well so. that's why <laughs> you can get you a cabin in the woods and then you can just go hang that's out there right. when you that's, need to that's yep. the goal yeah and just Montana, fly fish and fly a, fish there a, you go exactly yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, hey, get you a nice, you know, Tennessee's got some great streams now. Great, we do. Great mountains, yeah, great wilderness, do. though. That's right. <laughs> Don't sell us short for Montana, not just yet. <laughs> All right, well, that's, yeah, our getting, that's our getting to know you this week, folks. we got to jump back here on the other side. Uh, got the little red light on, so it's time to get back to the financial talk here in just a second. Don't go anywhere. This is the Financial Answer. Planning for retirement shouldn't be a mystery. So why is it easy to get bogged down with financial terms and advisors who try to offer you a sales pitch? At O'Brien & Associates, Nathan O'Brien takes pride in looking after his clients' best interests. He strives to educate you about the financial world and wants to build a plan to help you thrive for the rest of your life. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation with the experts at O'Brien & Associates by calling 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. Call now, 855-51-COACH. 
Extra, extra, read all about it. Well, it's in the news time here on The Financial Answer. We try to grab a headline, something that's making its way around the news programs or the, uh, the old interwebs there and get Nathan's take on some things. And uh, since we've been talking a little bit about investing in the, in the stock market and so on and so forth today, Nathan, I thought this one was kind of apropos. Uh, so far this year, most of the growth of the S&P 500 is driven by only six companies, hmm. Facebook, Amazon, mm-hmm. Google, Microsoft, Netflix, and Apple. Yeah, all the techs. All yep. techs. So since yep. those are all technology-related uh, you know, companies, are we setting ourselves up for another dot-com? The, uh, yeah, the crash. Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily think that that's the case. I mean, you know, when you look back over the past few years, tech stocks have really been lagging, you know, so their growth hasn't been um, what it normally is. Okay, so, you know, I mean, markets and, and sectors of the market like this, this is the, the tech sector. So sectors of the market will, you know, work in different phases. Okay, so it's going to, you know, have times where it's favorable and times that it's not. And this just, I think, happens to be one of those times that it's favorable. We're not seeing, um, you know, numbers, uh, P.E. ratios and things that are just astronomical uh, that like they were in, you know, the, the late the 90s. Bubble, yeah, yeah, right. There, there's not anything in, you know, any indication. Now, don't get me wrong. OK, I cannot see the future. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. They could go down and every one of you could call me a liar. OK, so I, I don't know. But uh, I don't think that that's something that is is of a worry at this point. Right. Markets are random. They're unpredictable. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, that's why we have to diversify so much. But um, it's good. I mean, I, I, you know, Netflix has had fantastic growth, you know, this year and that's good. I mean, we want companies to grow. It's going to be different companies at different times. And, you know, so just if you diversify, you know, that you own those companies. I own all of those in our portfolios. All of my clients own all of those in the portfolios. So we just want to make sure that we have that diversification because we don't know when that downturn is going to happen for sure. Okay. And so when it does, then, you know, if you're diversified, right? You don't lose everything yeah, you, you got. Go. You don't necessarily have to worry about it. <laughs> you know, think about Facebook in this example. Facebook earlier this year was just bombarded by the trouble, government, though, yeah. you know, killed by the government, by the news on just how bad they were, how evil they were as a company. Yeah. Okay. But now they're in the top six here. You yeah. know, and yeah. so it's just we we wouldn't have said that in February. You know, we would have said, no, Facebook's not going to do good this year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if, you, if you react, if you're reactionary to the news yeah. or whatever topic is making, you know, the headlines, then you could set yourself up for trouble. So, yeah, having that overall strategy where you you can kind of weather those little storms and those ups and downs. We'll just look at the market in general this year. Right. Um, yeah. A lot of volatility, <laughs> right. but it doesn't That's seem right. to really move very far. Yeah. You know, it's down yeah. to 23 and it's up to 25 and it's in 24 and it just kind of hangs around in that area pretty much all since February, really. Mm-hmm. So It has. Yeah. So it's all about diversification and making sure, as you said earlier, when we we're talking in our, our investor awareness section, uh, some things are going to go down and when they do, you want to have things that are going up and you want to have that working in that correlation there. So uh, 855-51-COACH, this has been our In the News segment with Nathan O'Brien on The Financial Answer. More to come after this. Hey everybody, Mark Killian here, the host of The Financial Answer, reminding you not to forget, reach out for your Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Nathan O'Brien by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's the word RETIRE to 555-888 on your smartphone. Don't forget for your complimentary Retirement Rescue Toolkit, text RETIRE to 555 
or call 855-51-COACH. Stay tuned. There is more coming up on The Financial Answer. You've got questions. We've got answers. This is The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here with us on the program. This is The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien Associates, 855 855- 51 coach your number to call 855-51-COACH. Hey, if you'd like to get your own uh, complimentary investor awareness guide, I forgot to mention that. Uh, Nathan is happy to send one of those out to you in a PDF form. Uh, he can send you an email or I'll send you a hard copy as well. All you got to do to grab you one is call that number 855-51-COACH and say, hey, I'd like to get this cool investor awareness guide. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, just give us a quick rundown of what's in that thing. Yes, we're talking in the in the guide. We're talking about just the mistakes that a lot of people make with investing, and uh, just things that you can do to avoid that. Some very simple things. I just had a, a guy in my office yesterday, and he was talking about you know I've I've done so much research on. Uh, investing and I spend an hour or two hours, you know, every day looking at what I need to do. And, and he said, I've been doing that for a couple of years. And he said, I don't feel like I know any more now than I knew, you know, two years ago. Wow. And because there's so much information out there. And so in this investor awareness guide, I've got something that's called the 20 must answer questions. These are things that you have to know the answer to. And guess what? It's only 20. Okay, so it's not 10 million articles when you Google search it or anything like that. It's only 20 things that you need to know the answer to. And what I found is that most people feel confident after they know those things. They understand what they're doing with investing after they know the answer to those 20 questions. So that's in the guide. Uh, If you'd like a copy of that, just like Mark said, just give us a call, 855-51-COACH. We can email it to you, send you a copy in the mail as well, and just make sure that that you get that and learn something new. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it's about. Oh, yeah. And while you're on the phone, go ahead and call that number. Say, hey, send me that investor awareness guide and let them know you'd like to attend the class on August the 7th at Jackson State Community College at uh, 6 p.m. or 630? Uh, 630. 630. Okay. Yeah. And then you could just request to do both. And hey, here's the best part. They're both complimentary. So reach out and let them know you'd like to uh, take advantage of some of these things. 855-51-COACH. This is the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. And now we're going to talk a little bit about investing here for a minute on this segment. Uh, Nathan, I got a question for you. How do you choose investments for your clients? Yeah, so uh, you know that's one thing that I get a, a question a lot from people. You throw uh, a dart and just yeah, you know, that's that's it. Yeah, yeah, we just blindfold, throw a dart at the chart, and <laughs> it's, it works. You know, typically that beats about eighty-five percent of money managers. So, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so um, yeah, actually, uh, what was it? John Stossel, he did a, a twenty twenty program on that a few years ago, and and he did that. And he, you know he what? I remember. Like 80 something percent of money managers out there. So uh, we invest based on asset classes. Okay. Okay. So we're, we're not trying to pick and choose stocks. As I mentioned earlier, we buy an asset class and you say, well, what's an asset class? Well, for example, it's large growth stocks, large value stocks, small growth, small value, a lot of different asset classes throughout the world. So we're not focusing on one company or even 10 companies. We're, we're focusing on a lot of different investments and we do that at as low of a cost as possible. Okay. Because for some reason, people don't know what the costs are with their investments, and they think that it doesn't hurt them. And that's absolutely not true. You've got to know what your costs are. And we get those costs down as low as possible for the investments that we have. And then, you know, just make sure that our money managers that we're using stay focused. They don't drift in and out of those asset classes and bounce around to different things. 
and then we base it on their time horizon you know so our clients what they're trying to accomplish as i mentioned at the beginning of the show today when we're when we're working with estate plans and legacy plans we invest it based on that time horizon what you're trying to do with the money for the next 5 10 15 30 years whatever your time horizon is right okay so those are some good key points to think about with investing and and working with nathan o'brien so nathan now we talk a lot about what it means to diversify so i'll kind of uh, toss a couple things out here so owning 10 different stocks or even let's say a couple different mutual funds where maybe there's a whole bunch of stocks inside there is not necessarily being diversified right i know we had an email from a guy a while back who said he had a bunch of different mutual funds and then once you sat down and looked at stuff with him they were a lot of overlap in there yeah absolutely and and that's one thing that people don't realize they look at their portfolio of investments they look at their 401k they look at all the stuff they've saved and that's that's invested in the market and they see you know 5 10 20 different mutual funds that they own and they just naturally think that they are they got different names maybe they're yeah, different places yeah, right right all different things like that but the problem that i see and and i will say you know american funds is probably the worst at this okay when you have a lot of american funds in your portfolio they're going to mainly invest in large cap stocks so it may be large growth and large value, but that's it. There's not going to be much of anything else if you have a lot of American funds. And so, um, you know, I mean, if that's all you hold in your portfolio, then you're probably not diversified. It's probably focused on those asset classes. So you've got to make sure that, I mean, the main thing that we do is you want to have dissimilar price movement. You want your investments to move differently. So if everything went up together, that'd be great, right, Mark? I mean, <laughs> that's what that's what we want, but that's not reality. Right, that's exactly. not what happens. And so when something's going down in your investments, you've got to have something going up. And so that's negative correlation. That's one thing that we use in the in the portfolios to build allocations for people. So um, it's just important to understand your diversification. That's one of the 20 must answer questions in the investor awareness guide. Do you know how to diversify? And so uh, it's just, if you understand just some simple, basic things with investing and understand what you have, then your peace of mind literally goes through the roof and your confidence level is out of this world because you you just have some basic understanding. Well, we're talking about investor awareness here on this section of the program, the financial answer. And as Nathan mentioned, uh, if you'd like to get that investor awareness guide, some of the stuff we just covered is actually in there. Some of those questions, 855-51-COACH for our complimentary investor awareness guide from Nathan that you can uh, get to have sent to you by email or have sent to you in a hard copy, whatever you'd like. 855-51-COACH. Again, use your number to call 855-51-COACH. Nathan's a registered investment advisor, more than 15 years in the industry, as well as being a chartered retirement planning counselor and a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey. Uh, So Nathan, one more question here for you on this section, if you don't mind. What are some mistakes you see people make when it comes to investing? You kind of mentioned stock picking. I'm thinking that's probably one of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's probably the biggest one uh, that I see. People, you know, just... They're not doing it necessarily. Some are okay. So, but most people are letting the advisor do that for them, and that is a mistake. You know, the the money manager of the funds, or your advisor, or you, just simply trying to go out there and do all the research you can, try to find all the information about a company, and decide if you know if you think that it's going to do good tomorrow. So you buy it today, okay? Um, and it sounds like you can do that. It sounds like that's a possibility. But there's over 50 years of research of the smartest people in the world 
which are money managers that are studying that category, okay, that sector of the market or that industry, they don't even guess it right 50% of the time, okay? And they know that industry better than you or I can because they're studying it all the time. So, you know, just with today, with access to information so readily available through the Internet, it's just hard to do that anymore. Okay. Yeah. Um, you cannot know something that someone else knows it, it's, or someone else doesn't know. It's just impossible to do that pretty much anymore. So, you know, especially consistently do that. Track record investing. I was going to say, that's probably the key, right? Consistency. Yeah, yeah. yeah, consistency. Yeah. So you make it do it once or twice, you get lucky. And, you know, everybody gets lucky occasionally when you, you know, buy the lottery ticket or uh, or go to the casino. But right. most <laughs> of the time, you're not, you're not going to win at that. So uh, same kind of thing there. And also track record investing, just looking at the past performance of an investment. So, you know, a, a great example of this is you've got a 401k and one of the mutual funds has a 7% return for the last 10 years and the other one has a 10% return for the last 10 years. And you say, okay, I'm going to buy the one that has 10%. That's not a reliable indication that it's going to do good in the future. Okay. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. It's something that we, we see and hear all the time, but we don't think about what that truly means. And so that's not a great way to choose investments through your, through investing and through your portfolio. Um, and you know, those are a couple of things that I really see very common mistakes um, and then I guess, you know, market timing would be the third one, Mark. And, and our, our recent presidential election was the biggest factor in this. You know, um, so many people were either, you know, upset, afraid or whatever when President Trump got elected. Oh, okay? yeah. I remember that and, night. Yeah. You heard people yeah. saying, get out of the market now. It's yeah. going to crash tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and a lot of people did. I bet last year, 2017, I saw probably 200 people that that were telling me wow. that they got out of the market during that time frame <laughs> and they still hadn't gotten back in. And last year and was, a was fantastic. Up, yeah. yeah, fantastic year in the market. And so that's market timing. That's, you know, getting in or getting out based on a belief that you have about the future. So right now people are telling me all the time they're worried about what's happening. They're worried about the economy. They're worried about this and that. And so they think they're going to, you know, get out of the market or whatever. That's not the thing to do. And so you've got to control your volatility. You got to understand that in your investments and then you can stay disciplined. So a lot of things that people do, I guess the mistakes that they make, and that's what the class is really about that we're having at Jackson state. It helps yep. people understand more. And that's uh, the Separating Myth from Truth class. That's, that's right. coming up uh, August the 7th at 6.30 p.m., folks, at Jackson State Community College. You can come in and attend the class complimentary. Nathan will have a space for you, and all you have to do is reach out and reserve one by calling 855-51-COACH and uh, saying, hey, I'd like to attend the class coming up in a couple of weeks uh, with Nathan and the team, Separating Myth from Truth. Get me on the calendar. They'll uh, you know leave your contact information. They'll get back with you and send you the pertinent info, a uh, little bit of details on, on the class and how to get there and all that good kind of stuff. And it's completely complimentary, 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. You'll certainly walk away with some more information than you came in with. You'll get a chance to know Nathan, meet him a little bit, and then decide also if you'd like to uh, sit down for that one-on-one chat that we offer here on the program, but also through the class. You can go ahead and schedule those anytime, complimentary as well. 855-51-COACH, your number to call, 855-51-COACH. This has been our investor awareness section, if you will, here on the program. And there's more to come on the financial answer when we come back in just a little bit. We're going to take some questions from you around the area on uh, on the mailbag. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. Here in West Tennessee, turn to the team at O'Brien & Associates for help. Schedule a review of your plan by calling 855-51-COACH. The team has offices in Jackson and Huntington, so there's a place close by for you to come in and meet. Call now, 855-51-COACH. Can't get those burning financial questions out of your head? Better keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, we're cruising down the home stretch here today on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien & Associates. This is a portion of the show where we take questions from you around the area. If you'd like to submit a question, you could do a couple of ways. You can go to InvestorCoach.net. That is InvestorCoach.net. Check out Nathan's website while you're there and drop him a line. Ask your question. We picked uh, a few different ones each week. We just kind of, people always say we pick the best ones. We don't really pick the best ones. We just grab three and roll with it, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. So you're welcome to submit one that way. You could call in and just say, hey, I got a question. 855-51-COACH. Uh, we're not live. We're not putting you on the air or anything like that. So don't worry about that. You can just simply call and say, I've got a question. I'd like to get some answers and leave your information and Nathan will call you back and answer those questions for you. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH is the other way you can do that. So uh, I got a couple good ones for you this week, Nathan. Actually, Hank has got an interesting question. He says, Nathan, I've heard that you need to have between 15 and 20 times your annual salary in savings to be able to retire comfortably. Do you think this is an accurate number? I do not, Hank. Um, that's, you know, wow, that's a lot. So, um, I mean, <laughs> I guess depending on what you make, right? Yeah, that's right. So, I, you know, I think that would be a good goal, but a lot of times people don't need that much, you know, and thank goodness, because um, that can be a, a tremendous amount. Well, to that'd be, that'd to, be overwhelming for people to think, God, how do I get to 20 times? Yeah, right. 20 you times, you know, my salary, if you make a hundred thousand a year, that's 20 or $2 million. We'd have so people sitting yeah. there everywhere going, I'm never going to be able to retire. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, um, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a goal maybe to work toward, but that's in most people's situations, that's not necessary. So it all depends on what your goals are, Hank, what you're trying to accomplish in your retirement. So, um, you know, that's, that's really what it comes down to. And, uh, you know, if you, for example, if you're trying to have a higher standard of living than you do currently while you're working, then maybe, maybe that's something you want to do. But it also depends on if you've got a pension and what your Social Security is going to be. And really, it just all comes down to your plan. OK, so do you have a plan? And with that number you know, looking at your income plan, looking at your retirement plan, we can really tell you what you need to have saved. And a lot of times people find that they've got enough, you know, they just need to manage it right from now on, not make silly mistakes, not trying to, you know, uh, not trying to time the market and doing some, (laughs) some of the mistakes that I mentioned earlier. So good question, Hank, and just make sure that you sit down with your advisor and, you know, see, is that enough for you? And if you sit down with a fiduciary, they will probably tell you a very good answer, but you know, <laughs> so a suitability standard. And we were talking about this earlier. You know, the more money you have with them, the more money they make, and that may not be the best advice. So I don't know. You just gotta you gotta be careful with who you work with. So well, so um, for a lot of t- and I guess when you're sitting here thinking about this, maybe you just call it that a rule of thumb. You know, it's maybe it's right. a place to kind of work from yeah. from there. Because yeah. again, what you spend, I, I don't know. I guess maybe just doing a simple budget might help a lot, Hank. Too. Because then you can say, okay, this is what I'm expecting to have coming in. This is what you know is basically going to be going out. You know, and then do the math from there, and you at least get a kind of a working idea. And then you could take it and sit down in front of someone like Nathan and say, okay, here's what I got. Here's what I, you know, what do you think? And then kind of work those numbers that way. 
Yeah, Hank, and if you do that, I mean, you're going to be ahead of, you know, 50% of the people out there because I think studies show, Mark, that like more than 50% of, of pre-retirees have never even sat down to do a budget on how much they're going to need for retirement. So, yeah. yeah, Hank, if you do that, then that's a great start in the right direction. It'll help you get on track and then make sure that your your income plan, your retirement plan fits and, and can accommodate those needs that you have. Well, we appreciate the question, Hank, 855-51-COACH. Uh, talk with your own advisor, or if you'd like to get a second opinion, well, Nathan's here for you, 855-51-COACH. And Miss Marie's got a question for you. She says, Nathan, I wasn't planning on moving, but I got to be honest, my dream home just came on the market. I've been uh. looking at this thing forever. <laughs> my <laughs> yeah. current home is paid off, Good. but I think okay. I'd have to take out a mortgage if I bought the new one. And I'm retiring okay. in just five years. Do you think it's a bad idea for me to carry a mortgage in retirement? That's probably not, Maria. I actually had this happen with a client just recently, and um, and she was wanting to, you know, move. She lives out in the country. She was wanting to move into to a city, into town, and basically, and she found the house that was, you know, just the neatest little house, you know, that uh, I've seen. It was an older house and a lot of things, and so. You know, I advised her the same thing. I was like, look, you can you can handle this, you know, but it's not always, you know, the answer. You need to look at your situation, of course, your plan, make sure that everything will work. But it's not necessarily a bad idea to have a mortgage in retirement. OK, it's not the best scenario, but if your income plan uh, can take care of that, can handle that throughout your retirement, then there's not a big worry that I would have in that situation. If you've got enough saved, if you've got enough coming in through, you know, other sources to, to supplement or to help during that in, during that retirement phase, then the mortgage is not necessarily bad. And, you know, that can be uh, paid off if you sold the other house as well. So yeah, uh, we don't, we have no be, idea on that. Right. right. So yeah. yeah, that's right. So there's a lot of, a lot of different scenarios here, but just make sure that, uh, I would say sit down with your advisor, Marie, and make sure you, you uh, address this, make sure that the, the finances can handle it. Yeah, much like with Hank's question, Marie, uh, mm-hmm. do the math, Let's sit down with someone, have the math ran and find out uh, where your situation is. You may be able to handle that in, in retirement. And of course, there's a, a bit of a, a component there where if this is really truly your dream home, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know, treating yourself or having something that you just really want. Yeah, if you can fun. make it happen, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it's not going to you know, sacrifice your retirement, then you know, try to go for it. But right. certainly before you take any action, Ms. Marie, talk with a qualified financial professional, uh, your own advisor or Nathan, 855-51-COACH. And uh, final one this week, uh, this is from Stephen. He says, sorry for the long email. I'll try to be brief, but here it goes. <laughs> so <Uh-oh>. <laughs> if you can follow along. He says, I'm the executor of my deceased mother's will, and my sister currently lives in her mom's house. I don't want to kick her out, but I'm afraid I'm going to need the money from the sale of the house to help fund my own retirement, which starts in about just three months. Mm. So I have 600000 saved, but this house would bring me another two hundred grand, which would make a huge difference in my mind. Uh, how do I figure out if I'm okay with what I have or if I need to kick my sister out? Ooh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Steven, you're really yeah. putting them on the spot here, buddy. Yeah, that's right. So, so uh, yeah, before you go kicking your sister out, Steven, then, you know, the, the main thing, uh, kind of like what, you know, the, the deal with the other two, the emails, you need to make sure that, number one, that 600 that you've got saved will 
uh, work for what you're trying to do, okay, for what you're trying to accomplish in your retirement. It may, and you may not have to have that awkward moment where you kick your sister to the curb. So, um, you know, if it does, then that's great. If it's not going to work, then you can have that conversation and reasonably talk about that with each other. And, you know, and, uh, and it may be best for her in that situation as well. So uh, there's a lot of unknowns here with this question, Stephen, but, uh, but, you know, I definitely would make sure that you look at your income plan, look at your retirement plan first, and then go from there. Well, especially uh, with three months to go. Yeah. You should yeah, be fairly yeah. read, read, uh, readily available for yeah, you. To you get should that have information. done that already. Yeah. yeah so right. if you've got that data, you may be able to find out depending on your lifestyle. Um, and maybe it might be worth it to, you know, to sell the home and split it. You know, if you decide mm-hmm. to go that route, who knows, you know, kind of uh, Nathan's point earlier in the show, we talked about dividing up property and things of that nature. So, uh, a lot of different components. This week, it did seem to be a bit of a theme here where uh, I think for people, it's really kind of finding out the budget and getting that basic, even just a basic run through yeah. and then letting the math kind of decide the answers for some of these questions. And of course, the emotional part for the house for Marie uh, can certainly be a factor. But if you know that the math is sound, then it makes that part a little bit easier. Uh, if you'd like to uh, talk with Nathan, you got questions or concerns of your own, 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. We are going to go ahead and wrap up the program this week, and we'll let Nathan tell us one more time you know, what it looks like to come in and sit down and have that consultation. So what you got, Nathan? We are really passionate about our community being educated on investing and well-prepared for retirement. We want to extend an opportunity to you right now to help be sure that you are well-prepared. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you if you call in the next 15 minutes and have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll talk about your retirement income needs, where that income is going to come from, how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little taxes as possible, how to invest prudently, and even make sure that you don't outlive your money. Now, you may be saying to yourself, I don't really have to call in the next 15 minutes, right? And and yes, that's true. You could probably take care of it in the next week or next month or whatever. But the deal is we've been coaching people on retirement planning for over 15 years, and we've learned that it's really easy to procrastinate or get distracted. So if you don't start the process now, there's a very good chance that you're not going to do it at all. So the first coaching that we're going to give you is to encourage you to take that first step now. For almost everybody, that's the hardest part. From there, it's really not a painful process. So if you're ready to finally get a plan in place, give us a call right now at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. And again, that number, 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH to get started today. No cost or obligation. So reach out right now. Take advantage of the offer Nathan just made. Grab that cell phone that's nearby. Take 15 seconds. Call. Leave your contact information and they'll get you scheduled for a time that's convenient. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. Go ahead and call now. Nathan, buddy, thanks for being on the program this week. Had a good time and uh, always learn something new and I appreciate you. Yeah, same here. Had a good show. I hope well, you feel better soon, buddy. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, after I talk with you, I usually feel better anyway. So yeah, good, good. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll talk <laughs> next time here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. <laughs> 